Hub Hopper Originals. Welcome everyone to the fourth episode of the unofficial VAR. Well, like we said in episode three, there is so much to talk this week, and we've already reviewed the FA Cup and the results from the last weekend where. Chelsea knocked out Man- Manchester United knocked out Chelsea you know there's so much to talk uh, for, for, pardon me for that but let's turn our attention to the midweek games in the Champions League and the Europa League and build up to two cracking games happening this weekend City versus Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final and Manchester United hosting Liverpool at Anfield in the Premier League wow it's going to be one hell of a Sunday well, I'm your host Prasad Bhutkar, and joining me are Slomo Samuel and Supratim Gupta. Uh, guys, all set for the episode now. And uh, how has your week been, by the way, Supro? Yeah, pretty excited for the episode, and my week has been good. Thankfully, Arsenal won. And how was your week, Slomo? Oh, all, all good. A bit surprised with the uh, 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 results, especially at um, the at Atleti and uh, Juventus game and plus your uh, Liverpool, Liverpool and Bayern. Bayern. Yeah. yeah. So that's where we head to viewers and that's where we head to Shlomo. Can you take us through that game Liverpool versus Bayern five time UCL champions both the sides and nil nil that's that's quite surprising isn't it considering the fact that everybody was looking for goals in that game with the oh. forward lines that the, both teams have. Yeah. Uh, so I think the Champions League that's what it does it throws up a lot of surprise results and this was definitely a surprise result like what I was hoping for as a neutral fan maybe a 2-2 drop an entertaining 2-2 drop but uh, 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 Niko Kovac he came out with a defensive masterclass he did not park the bus I repeat he did not park the bus but Mm. he Mm. tactically he crowded out the uh, uh, Liverpool players if Salah was cutting on to his right Thiago was right next to him and was Mm. Trying to pinch the ball from him, and which he did quite a few uh, times. Absolutely. Even Kimmich, um, who uh, he tried to uh, nullify uh, uh, Sadio Mane. So when uh, Sadio Mane was going uh, out wide, Kimmich uh, would th- track him. Would up track him, and uh, correct. Uh, uh, Sule would uh, fill in the hole right at the center. Correct. So that's, that's what they did, and uh, Bayern also had surprisingly had more of the possession with a close to fifty one. Uh, uh, percent of the uh, possession and what was I liked about Bayern in this game was they had their forward line also tracking back they knew uh, Liverpool are an attacking force and uh, with Andrew uh, Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold both trying to come forward so uh, Lewandowski and uh, Hamza Rodriguez both were tracking back uh, quite a lot and I, I think Kovac's his, his approach to this game can be summed up in one line it was quantity over quality fantastic yeah. what an analysis there slomo and liverpool versus bayern didn't turn out the way we want but slomo's analysis turned out superb well let's go on to the second game of the champions league so pro yeah and that's leon versus barcelona it's it was nil nil again a game barcelona playing no goal scored that rarely happens doesn't it absolutely and given the fact that you follow messi so much why don't you analyze the game but it was a frustrating night for Barcelona and you know the fact that both the sides now remain unbeaten in the competition but Barca clearly dominated that game and it's evident that they lacked the accuracy up front. Ter Stegen made some couple of good saves that denied Leon, 
Barca, by the way, had 25 shots, of which five were on target. And the best chance they had was in the 18th minute when Busquets' shot was tipped over the bar by Anthony Lopez. Well, Anthony Lopez was the man for Leon, who put on an 8 out of 10 performance. And, uh, you know, to be very honest, N. Dombele, um, Memphis Depay, these are players who have really, you know, taken this Leon side leaps and bounds ahead. Well, the good news for Leon is that Nabil Fakir will return in the second leg. Their captain is returning and that's going to spur them at the new camp. Although uh, Barca are heavily reliant on Lionel Messi and even Lionel Messi's 8.5 out of 10 or 9 out of 10 performance wasn't enough to actually get that goal for Barcelona. So that was Leon versus Barcelona. And then let's just move on to the Wednesday night games between Atletico Madrid and Juventus. Well, Supros watched that game and Supros going to take us through that game. So, so, a shocking result, by the way, Supro. Ronaldo bought in by Juventus to win the Champions League and boom, there you go. 2-0 down. Yeah. And for the most Premier League fans, they were, they were awaiting Liverpool's ban. But for me, I was waiting to watch Atleti versus Juventus. And there was a moment when I thought that maybe I should probably sleep and check the score the next day. But, but eventually... I started watching the game and I was so glad that I watched it because it was a different, it was a masterclass. It was a tactical masterclass by both the teams, both the managers. And before the game, I read tweets that this will be a defensive game and probably fans should be bothered by bothered by it. But they were proven wrong. They were proven wrong big time. And the war, the thing that fascinated me throughout the game was that how compact Atletico were were throughout the game. They maintained a 4-4-2 shape without the ball. And Juventus with the position game, they wanted to draw Atletico players towards them through through uh, they they expected Atletico to press, hmm. but Atletico did not press at all. They were very compact. Simeone's men, their concentration levels were as good as peak Goku, if I can add. <laughs> and they both teams, you know, covered the central spaces with their yeah. midfielders and. Eventually, uh, Atletico Madrid got all the goals through the set pieces. They were in a lot of big chances. Uh, Atletico, I think in the second half, they had one through Diego Costa when he was one-on-one with Chesney and he put it outside. Kind of reminded me of Morata's finishing over there. <laughs> but eventually, I think Atletico deserves that victory. And Juventus, I think they came into the game thinking that they should rather not concede a goal than score a goal and take the result back to Turin. But I guess that you know, a plan is out of the window now and they have to score the goals at uh, at the Allianz Arena. And Diego Simeone and Atletico have been the giant killers in the past, isn't it? Where Be it Barcelona, yeah. be it Bayern Munich and now Juventus, who are potentially touted to win the Champions League this season considering the one of the greatest players that they signed in the summer, Cristiano. And the second leg is going to be Fiesti. It's uh, it's it's lit up. It's lit up, and this is the big stage. This is where Cristiano Ronaldo likes to show up. Do you think a Cristiano Ronaldo hat trick is on the cards? Maybe, maybe not, because the last time he did that was against Wolfsburg. Absolutely, oh man. We must remember that athlete. Uh, sorry, Real Madrid had players like Marcelo Cavall bombing the wings and their midfield of Tony Cruz and Modric. They created a lot of chances. So Ronaldo had the tools to score that hat trick. But yeah, the Juventus team, this Juventus team is not as creative as the one that uh, Ronaldo played in Real, again Real Madrid. So uh, you never know; you cannot rule out a comeback. Maybe Correct. Juventus score two goals and take the game to extra time. But what I can assure the fans of is that this game is going to be very feisty, very passionate. 
like the ga- like the Arsenal Manchester United games of the 90s you know we remember yeah. the Vieiras and the Keens and this, this game is just like that with Chilleni Bonucci Coden Jimenez and in the midfield of uh, uh, Rodrigo and Saul or the uh, Maitori or uh, Bentaco fantastic fantastic game and the two managers Allegri and Simeone yeah. so animated on the yeah. touchline Simeone showed his jock <laughs> that celebration <laughs> i was coming there i knew you would say that but the the bottom line is that was wolfsburg this is atletico and they have a two goals lead which means simeone has so much in his arsenal and uh, we are going to talk about arsenal later supro so hold on to your horses let's just go i to... hope we masturbate <laughs> we did masturbate we did masturbate borisov by the way viewers let's get your attention back to the podcast it's bait borisov we've got the full form for you as well isn't it slomo's got that uh, googled <laughs> can you tell it slow uh, later well well let's just get, let's just finish up with shalka versus man city i'm sorry man city fans must be tuning out This looks Manchuria like an Arsenal fans. Arsenal <laughs> fans. Banter after banter, isn't it? Y'all yeah. are up for a banter. Shalke has more fans than Manchester. Oh. City. I'm so sorry for Shalke. <laughs> Shalke two, Manchester City three. Ladies and gentlemen, a comeback from Pep Guardiola's men, who went down to ten by the way, Shlomo and Sane with that sumptuous free kick and Edison Edison's yeah. assist for Sterling that rounded off the win. How did that game go? Five goal thriller. and yeah. some controversial decisions yeah. just take our listeners through the game uh, so what uh, uh, coming to pep's tactics so he's uh, what is and he's taken the barcelona approach but also dortmund's and uh, liverpool's high uh, uh, pressing game so that's how a city began they uh, began on on a very high uh, uh, pressing note and that's how they got the first goal from a shalke mistake and aguero just uh, shot it in and uh, Schalke's equalizer came. I felt a little bit too uh, controversial. Um, their winger took a shot on his left foot, and uh, it hit Otamendi's trailing left hand. So I don't know. There was a five-minute delay with the referee seeing whether it was a penalty or not, and he uh, finally uh, gave it with uh, Bentaleb uh, slotting the penalty past Ederson. But the second penalty, which came around the forty-third minute, uh, was a clear penalty with. Fernandinho taking down uh, Sa- uh, Sanif Sane, um, and uh, there that that put uh, Sh- uh, Schalke two uh, one ahead. Um, coming to the second half, uh, Otamendi had a terrible game. Um, his <laughs> sent off, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. His uh, foul was I I think uh, needless, quite quite needless because uh, the forward really wasn't going anywhere. He he just shoved him from behind, and that's what uh, resulted in a second uh, card. um even for the second leg so a uh, city won't have otamendi and uh, uh, fernandinho both of uh, uh, in the second leg and slomo let's remind our yeah. viewers that the last time city lost a game at home was when they did not have fernandinho in the side yeah. so yeah. this is this kind of might be deja vu i think they uh, fernandinho wasn't playing when they uh, lost to leicester city also during yeah the yeah he was he was missing uh, for the December. both the games yeah. yeah he was missing for both the games against palace yeah. and against leicester and and uh, and interesting stat i came across was that city have conceded at least two goals in six of their seven games in the champions league uh, knockout stages under pep um and uh, the i think uh, city's final goal was the best goal because Ederson is like a twelfth player on the pitch. He's 
his passes are like uh, or more Christian. of a midfielder <laughs> he's more of a midfield like he uh, i i think he's better than noyer in some aspects uh, maybe that's up for that's up banter for banter yeah. and debate through um, that but uh, the uh, defender os zipa he fell down and Ster- sterling from behind came and uh, slotted it in and yeah. now he scored i think 70 goals in uh, 70 goals uh, with assists in his last 70 games that's yeah, so that sterling has seen a, a revival under pep correct um, correct correct those two that's yeah. what so uh, that was um, the champions league uh, uh, review of uh, this week moving on to the europa league um, supro is very very keen and he's he's been telling me that okay okay let's finish off for city let's move on to the arsenal game but first of all, uh, uh, first off Prasad is going to give us the full form of bait. Well, uh, Shlomo, that's a question. That's a tough question. I have to refer Google, by the way, and I'm switching to Google, and I'm yeah. switching, and I'm switching, and I'm here. You go, Borisov, automobile and tractor electronics, <laughs> banter club. Supro Arsenal is a banter club. All those listening to us must be laughing their ass off, thinking we lost away. but we were the masters of our own downfall there and we were the masters of our own victory here yeah. uh a game of two ties you know a fixture of two ties where clearly we were supposed to go through comfortably but we made life living hell for us in the first leg and then the second leg was pretty much as event so how do you describe that victory last night yeah so before i say that uh, in the <laughs> are you telling you prasad that in the first leg arsenal lost to Berlus is equivalent to BSG, <laughs> <laughs> and, and in the next morning after they won the game, they ate a bloody whopper at Burger King. Are you telling me that? Vada pa, vada pa, vada pa. So Belarus ka vada pa, Vixi. What to say, man? What to say? Anyway, we got the job done in the second leg. Thankfully, you were not clinical enough, but you know, uh, thanks to an own goal by Bed Borisov and. two fantastic uh, set pieces by arsenal we got the job done that is more important than the than what we uh, failed to produce at home and i hope that we get a decent draw in the next round and continue to move forward in the europa league well supro there's one topic that i want your thoughts on and that is mesut ozil's presence in the team and you could see the fluidity yeah, yeah. in the attack isn't it well he clearly is the link missing link between the midfield and the attack If you are telling me that the attack comes after midfield, there is a player that's supposed to link it, and that's a central attacking midfielder, and he's clearly that piece, isn't it, in the puzzle that was missing so many days. So I hope Arsenal and Emery can get the best out of him until the end of the season. Well, the draws are in an hour, and we are ecstatic because now we are ecstatic for Thursday nights. It's been two seasons, <laughs> and uh, it's been quite a week in the Europa League. So uh, yes, Prasad, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, do you think Arsenal have it to go all the way in the Europa League this season? Well, among the favorites, they are, uh, you know, one of them who could go all the way. They have a f- a certain hurdles in their path. They are Chelsea, Napoli, Inter Milan, Valencia, Sevilla. Who who knows? There there might be a Santi Cazorla return at the Emirates in the form of Villarreal. Well, Supro and me were talking, you know, and Supro says we might get Chelsea. That's still, and his gut feeling is very strong, which I can guarantee you that. So Chelsea, it might be, but that's fifty minutes away, and we are now going to the weekend. Well, it's still Friday, 
but we are now heading to the fixtures that happen on Sunday and the first that we want is the Masala Man Jose Mourinho's Manchester United correct me if I'm wrong guys oh I'm still living in the past isn't it so me so me it's Ole Gunnar Solskjaer <laughs> and Manchester United uh, who Jose host is uh, moving to the French channel like he's He's going to cross the English Channel and move to France, I've, I've heard. Oh, but that's a different story and uh, that's one for the future. You never know where the special one goes or the three times respect goes. I tried to do a Jose there but failed miserably. But Supro, Shlomo, United host Liverpool. And this is the first time United are hosting Liverpool with Liverpool above them. That That's happened for the first time since 1996. Quite a time, isn't it? And United are unbeaten in seven of their last nine games against Liverpool home games. The other two being draws, seven wins. So, kind of in United's favour, isn't it, Supro? Yeah, definitely. And this is a match where United are fighting for a top four, where Liverpool are fighting for a title. So, they have their priorities sorted out. They know what they have to do to, you know, challenge the respective positions and it is to get a win. Because if Liverpool win this game, then they are six points ahead of Manchester City since Manchester City are playing the Karabakh final. Obviously, they'll have a game in hand but that adds to, adds to the pressure of a title challenger. Correct. While Manchester United, if they win this game, they go three points still of Arsenal who, by the way, play along, play at the same time when Manchester United and Liverpool play. So, that that will be a head-to-head yeah. as to which team goes above which or whether they will stay on the same points. And... Yeah, it, this is going to be a very fascinating game. I think a lot is riding on this game for both teams. So they will be a bit cautious as to who's uh, as to how much uh, they want to get their attacking players in the final third. Maybe they will be a bit conservative. Both might go with the counter-attacking approach, but the for the team that scores the first goal will be massive favorites to win this game. And you know the people who heard the third episode will be wondering why we haven't yet spoken about Marlboro cigarettes and stuff. But that's where we're heading to. And you might see Sari smoking five at a time this Sunday because it's the biggest game of his managerial career. His biggest game as the Chelsea manager. The first trophy of English football this season is up for grabs. And that's the Carabao Cup. Although many might point it out as a Mickey Mouse trophy. But that's the first trophy of the season. And clear pressure on Chelsea isn't it slow-mo to deliver because they just leaked six goals at the Etihad. They leaked four at Bournemouth. Lost 2-0 to Arsenal and lost, were knocked out of the FA Cup. This has to be the match where they fancy a turnaround or it's a sack for Sari, isn't it? Yeah, uh, definitely. So, Chelsea, this is their uh, make or break uh, moment with uh, Sari at least. Um, I uh, Supro was just telling me a few minutes ago that Chelsea have been banned for two uh, transfer windows. So, they can't really buy a player. So, I don't know if... Uh, I, Chelsea as a club is seen as a business. They just want results. They don't. They don't care who is sitting at the throne. They just uh, sorry. The throne is of a Russian guy, but uh, who is sitting? <laughs> who is his uh, prime minister? Is no one really cares. So uh, Chelsea, this is a big big game for them. Uh, Chelsea, I think, will have to uh, repeat their uh, Stamford Bridge game uh, versus City, where uh, where they won two 0 where they sat back, they soaked in the pressure, and then they. They just uh, bombarded, uh, bombarded forward yeah, towards yeah. the end of the game. Um, City are clear, clear uh, favourites to win this game with Sane and Sterling. Like They run like seven uh, Mountain Dew, ka, those uh, uh, leopards, ka, which, <laughs> which we used to have when we were small. We uh, see those ads, those 
lepers running across they are, are they're scary when they see when when there's a counter so uh, chelsea will have to take a defensive a defensive approach with at least five uh, players in the defense and just uh, only five Five. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Park the bus, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but Supro, that's where we bring you in, and uh, where you pointed out last week that Chelsea have a myopic, you know, strategy, mm-hmm. uh, where policy, where they are looking for short-term results, only thinking about a season or two. This has been sorry. They are clearly hitting the dead end right now, and. Chelsea aren't going to improve, but so is Mo- is Maurizio Sarri going to change his way? I mean, we all know that he likes to go with the four three three, but yeah, clearly yeah. that they got run over at the Etihad. Do you think he has to shift to a three five two, or he has to shift to a five four one? What do you fancy? Yeah, in the Manchester game at the FA Cup, we saw a bit of four one four one four one with uh, Chelsea because they wanted to obviously sit a bit deep and hit them on the counter with Higuain up front. So we might see that versus uh, Manchester City at the Carabao final. But the most interesting thing will be whether he plays with a high line or whether he sits deep. That will be uh, the most important thing to see because he did that versus Manchester City at Stamford Bridge and he got the result. But he tried to be a more, tried to be more committed in his approach against Manchester City at the Etihad and he got spanked, absolutely spanked, six nil. So I think he knows what he has to do to win this game. Hmm. Whether the players buy into his philosophy is there to see. Absolutely, and that's two cracking games up for Sunday, guys. Well, the a uh, very good Champions League night on Wednesday night. A bit of a contrast on Tuesday night, where both the games ended nil-nil. Arsenal's nightmares are over. They have made a successful comeback. Chelsea are through. Inter Milan are through. Valencia, Villarreal, and Napoli are some of the big names that might stand in Arsenal's way in the glory to uh, winning the Europa League. Also. Don't forget that Barcelona plays Sevilla this weekend in the La Liga, and also don't forget that the Sunday is might just turn out to be Sarri's last game for Chelsea. If not, they have a midweek game against Spurs. I really feel for that guy, but I hope that Chelsea can turn it around. This has been another fabulous episode of the unofficial VAR. There's so much bhel puri to talk. Vada pa, vada pa. Everything, yeah, everything. Whopper. Burger <laughs> and don't forget Borisov. Uh, what's the, what's the full form? I forgot the full form. Borisov Automotive and Tractor, Tractor Electronics. Oh dear Lord! Beat Borisov. Electronic <laughs> services and transport. B E S T like the B E S T bus. But this has been another fabulous episode of the unofficial V A R. I know we are a bit erratic at the moment, but we are the unofficial V A R. You have been great listeners. we like to do this every week for you and make sure to listen to this episode of unofficial var a hop hopper original here's your host prasad butkar signing out with slomo and supratim bye 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 i hope you enjoyed this hop hopper original podcast if you want to get started with your own show please do get in touch we'd love to have you on board send an email to info@hophopper.com That's info at hubhopper.com and we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.